Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. Yes, at the time of the morning, where we join our very own uh, Mufti Ibrahim Smith. Uh, Mufti Saab, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me how you're doing. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shafat, alhamdulillah. All praise to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're carrying on still the blessed few days of the uh, Hijjah. Great days coming up ahead also, inshallah. Yes, uh, Mufti Saab, uh, many things are happening. How is it uh, that, uh, that part of your world in uh, Cape Town, Mufti Saab? Uh, Cape Town, it's, uh, uh, I can tell you from uh, our perspective here, Shafat, that people are on the edge. People are expecting uh, similar uh, situations to play that is happening in KZN right now. So yesterday when I went to the mall, I passed by one shop and I could see people buying ammunition and guns, etc., trying to defend themselves in the unfortunate situation uh, uh, on the side as well, you know. Yes, our Mufti Saab is well armed with the eyes of the Noble Quran and uh, many other things, but we'll, uh, we'll let him, uh, yeah, when he's ready f- to tell you about it, he knows Fanakushi and he's also martial arts experts. And I know with a one left hook, hey, you'll fly from the mountain there. Well, Mufti Saab, looking at your questions, he says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti and Shaf. What difficult times are we are in? Uh, please elaborate. Shafat, we've seen scenes playing out throughout South Africa, especially that uh, Johannesburg and KZN. And wallahi, that more difficult times were drawn upon uh, this ummah, upon the nation as well. We've seen uh, critical uh, shortages of uh, pharmaceutical companies. They couldn't deliver uh, much-needed critical uh, medication, etc., food shortages, and a loss of lives as well. You know, we can only turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and plead from Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to change our conditions and uh, to bring about better conditions. You know, we, the Muslim community, uh, we should inspect and ask ourselves what we have contributed towards all of this, and uh, then the answers we'll find amongst ourselves. You know, so, yes, it has happened, and uh, we have to rebuild now, and it will be difficult, but I'm sure and positive that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give uh, in return to us whatever we've lost in better uh, means and ways, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will once again open up the doors uh, of, uh, of His mercy, and uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will uh, alleviate us from all these difficulties that we are going through right now. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. If we kill a violent uh, protester, what should we do? Uh, if it's in self-defense, uh, Shafad, uh, then of course uh, you have the right, uh, commanded by Sharia, to protect your life, your property, your wealth, etc. We shouldn't become sitting ducks, you know, and just take uh, another slap on the other cheek as well. Islam has instructed us to defend ourselves. Islam has also instructed us to arm ourselves to the teeth because you never know when situations like this might arise also. So if in the unfortunate event you've killed an intruder, then by, uh, according to uh, the law of Sharia, you were in your rights and according to the law of the land also uh, that happened in self-defense. So you should leave it at that. Just report it uh, to the police, inshallah, and let them deal with it. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, can I cut a hanger nail that's troubling me without losing rewards? Uh, I don't get the gist, but uh, can you understand that, Mufti Saab? Gee, I think the person made intention to perform kurbani, and uh, because of that, you know, it's sunnah not to cut the nails and not to cut the hair. Yes, you can cut it if it's causing discomfort uh, for you. Inshallah, it will not affect the validity of your kurbani. Mufti Saab, uh, can uh, Muslims uh, refuse uh, to give charity to those who looted after this? 
Very good question, Shafat. I think many Muslims uh, feel frustrated at this point in time because uh, they've given millions and millions in charity during the last, uh, 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 how can I say, during the COVID period. Uh, I remember Beresburg at one time over 27 million raised and given away in food parcels, etc. Not only to Muslims, but to everyone uh, in this uh, rainbow nation. So no, we should not refuse to give charity. Charity keeps away the anger of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his wrath, you know. So we should continue doing our charity. Our charity is for our own benefit. Uh, it is for our investment in the Akhirah. Uh, not all of uh, those people uh, that uh, participated in this. Uh, there's other people as well also that in need of charity. People that has lost many things. Uh, even if they are non-Muslim as well, they're also struggling. Some of them has lost their jobs as well. They were affected by these things. So continue to sh- uh, support the people and should they find it uh, very, very difficult and only give what you can afford in this time, G. Will my zakat be discharged if I give it uh, to those who were affected by the looting, uh, Mufti? Shafat, we have to investigate first. Some people have lost their businesses, but they still have sufficient money in their accounts, you know. So those people, uh, they will not uh, be entitled to any zakat. A person who has lost anything and is below the disab line, below the bread line, uh, he doesn't have any income as well. Muslims, we're speaking about now, uh, then that person becomes zakatable, and uh, you can give your zakat to such a person. So it requires a little bit of investigation before giving your zakat money. Otherwise, your zakat will not be discharged, and you will have to uh, repay that amount again. So again, that uh, investigate. There's nothing wrong in asking if the person is zakatable. If the person is honest, he will tell you uh, that he is zakatable. Give it to that person, inshallah, and your zakat will be discharged. Gee. Assalamu alaikum. When should my animal be slaughtered in a foreign country? In a foreign country, Shafat, there's difference at, uh, in uh, time zones, you know, so wherever the person slaughters. So there's ikhtilaf, there's dispute amongst the ulama regarding this particular mas'ala. So one group will say it can happen only after uh, your own slaughtering in your country according to your time zone. And others will say, no, the place of uh, the, where the kurban is happening, that will be taken in consideration. So as soon as Salat al has been performed in that particular country, then uh, your kurban can be slaughtered. And I'm also inclined towards that opinion, so we leave it to the place where uh, the animal will be slaughtered to that time zone, inshallah, after each other time, and that side, then your animal can be slaughtered and it will suffice. Okay. Assalamu alaikum. Can we cut veal for Udhiya, Mufti Saab, or Vincent? You know, veal, uh, the animal should be a certain age uh, in sheep and uh, cattle as well. Uh, there's uh, different age groups, uh, and those have been uh, circulating on social media. So veal, it's still very, very young. That won't suffice uh, for Urbani Shavad. Uh, as we've mentioned now before, there's certain age groups uh, for each animal that uh, Islam is permitted to perform uh, for Qurbani. If you want to slaughter, then slaughter at least a cow, because uh, that is part of that uh, uh, animal uh, species, you know. And uh, then you know your Qurbani will be uh, sufficient, and your Qurbani will be in line with the Sunnah as well. Will we be having uh, two Eids again this year, Mufti? Yes, uh, I believe we'll be having two Eids because Eid in Saudi Arabia will be a day prior to that of our own local sighting. So uh, in Cape Town and elsewhere in South Africa as well, there is people that will be uh, celebrating uh, Eid with Bakr uh, again, Shafat. I don't think that uh, we should engage in uh, these uh, trivial issues right now with uh, major big problems that we are facing uh, them to infight and fight with one another regarding these issues. You know, if those people want to celebrate 
uh, with Baka, uh, then that is their prerogative. You know, uh, the majority of South Africans will be celebrating Eid a day after that, inshallah. Can we fast Arafah day with Makkah? Arafah, I think people get confused with Arafah and Arafat. So Arafat is the name of the place where the Hujaj will gather on the night of Hijjah. And Arafah is the day that is given to a specific date. And that date is the night of Hijjah. So wherever your moon has been sighted according to your local sighting, so here it is a day later than in Saudi Arabia, as we've just explained uh, in the previous question. So uh, for us, it will be on the 9th of Hijjah. So you will have to start and look at your calendar and see when was the 1st of Hijjah. And then from there on, you count nine days, and then you will fast on the 9th of uh, in that way, inshallah, you can uh, fast on the night of Dhuhijjah. Uh, as for those people who want to fast with Makkah as well, what I suggest normally is to avoid any confusion. It would have been better for you to fast the entire nine days of Dhuhijjah from the first until the ninth. In that way, you'd ensure that you are fasting that day also in conjunction with the people or the Hujaj that is in Makkah right now, G. Will an animal with a broken horn suffice for Qurbani? An animal with a broken horn, if the horn has been removed completely from the root, then one needs to purchase another animal. That animal will not suffice uh, because the root has been completely uh, torn out from uh, the, the, the skull. But if uh, the horn has been chipped on top or part of the horn is missing, then inshallah, uh, a person can slaughter that. But I would still suggest that a person find a decent animal. Remember, people, that Qurbani is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we only want to present the best to our creator, you know. So wherever we find animals with defects, then avoid those uh, animals with defects and uh, purchase a real proper animals, inshallah, because uh, the reward is immense that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has offered for those people that will be offering Qurbani, inshallah. Should females also recite the takbir at home? The takbir tashriq is wajib upon males and females, but however females that are in the menses, uh, it is not masnoon, it is not sunnah for them to recite the takbir at home. They can engage in other types of uh, dhikr. Uh, as for those females who do not experience the menses, uh, they should recite it after salah, as the males would be reciting it. Uh, after Salah as well. So people should take a note of that. Females that are in the menses, there is no Tagbirit Tashriq for them. And females who are performing their Salah, they should continue to recite uh, the Tagbir in their homes. Can we give Qurbani meat uh, to non-Muslims, especially during these uh, difficult times? Hanafi and Shafi, please. Uh, Qurbani meat in the Hanafi Mazhab, you can give it to non-Muslims. There is no harm in sin upon a person if he distributes a portion of his Qurbani to Muslims and to non-Muslims. Uh, for Shafi followers, they're not permitted and not allowed. It is not permissible for them uh, to give Qurbani meat to non-Muslims, irrespective of the difficult times that a person might find himself in or herself in. So you can only give it uh, to Muslims. However, if you have given it to a Muslim and that Muslim, that new recipient, uh, he feels that he wants to give because he's the new owner now of uh, that meat in his position and he feels he wants to give it to a non-Muslim, then there is no sin upon you, the person who originally gave that meat uh, to another Muslim. Mufti Saab, I cut my nails whilst uh, being unmindful that I'm performing Qurbani. Will my Qurbani be valid? Uh, 
a person who intends performing kurbani, it is sunnah for that person uh, not to cut uh, the nails and not to cut the hair. And it is an emulation of the people that is going into ihram, that is performing their hajj. So as we said now, it is sunnah shafat. So a person, yes, you can, if you have done it mistakenly, you, uh, it's no, no harm, no sin upon you. Uh, it will not affect the validity of your kurbani. It doesn't mean now that you've cut your nails, you cannot perform kurbani. You should still uh, do and perform your kurbani, as it won't have any negative impact on that gene. Mufti Saab, why were 2,500 South African National Defence Force sent to curb looting and 76,000 to enforce COVID-19 protocols? Brilliant question. Very, very good question, Shafat. I think we're all baffled by that, you know, that before. Uh, now you can see it, uh, COVID is not about saving lives. It was never about saving lives, you know. Uh, how can you people have lost the entire life's work, the, the buildings, uh, the uh, shops, the stores, etc. So many things have been lost. And then only a few days after that, you should have declared a state of emergency immediately. You should have deployed the SANDF immediately. And even more than 100,000 or 200,000 should have been deployed irrespective of what the cost is because you are protecting the citizens that has voted you into power. Now you send a paltry 2,500 uh, of those SANDF. In the uh, what the fruits is it going to make the looting still continues? I just read the reports now in Stanger, also small, small pockets of violence flaring up that side, all to protect them all, you know. But 76,000 to enforce stupid uh, COVID uh, lockdown rules and then uh, punishing the people while uh, the SNDF was uh, patrolling during those days. And here they're standing by idling, watching the people uh, looting and continuing, you know. So there we can see people, it is not about saving lives. You can see that this government does not care about anything except their own interest. If you do not take lesson from this now, then there's no amount of medication that will ever bring you out of the slumber. May Allah protect us all, inshallah. Ameen, ameen, Mufti Sahib. Assalamu alaikum. I make uh, intention to make Qurbani on the day of Eid. Can I make intention uh, to make Qurbani on the day of Eid, Mufti Sahib? Yes, you can make your intention just prior to slaughtering also. There's no harm in that if you haven't made your intention before. So you can make your intention at the time of purchasing the animal. You can make your intention on the day of Qurbani. Maybe you can still slaughter a day or two after Eid also. So if you go and purchase an animal that time and make an intention also, so it will suffice you, inshallah. Before the looting, I had a nisab of zakah and intended Qurbani. Now I am zakatable. Should I still slaughter Mufti Saab? Uh, may Allah reward you for your intention. Yes, many people will be experiencing this, that they were zakatable, or at least they didn't sub of zakat prior to this uh, looting that has happened. And now they will find themselves on the recipient in Shafat standing in queues for bread and milk, etc. Very, very sad indeed, you know, our sympathies with those people. So if you do not have the means when uh, Eid comes, uh, then Qurbani will not be wajib upon you. Remember in the Hanafi mother, Qurbani is only wajib upon a person who is sahib on nisab, a person who has the nisab amount of money. If the person does not have the zakat amount, uh, then that uh, Qurbani won't be wajib upon him. In the Hanafi mother, Shafi people, Qurbani is sunnah mu'akkara. It is an emphasized sunnah. If you buy the means, you can perform Qurbani. Yes, sir, Mufti Saab, can one fast a kaza, a fast of Ramadan and Arafah fast with one intention? Uh, not if you are a follower of the Hanafi Madhab, you cannot do that. Uh, but because Arafah is such a special virtue and blessings, I would suggest personally, Shabbat, that the fast the day of Arafah, 
because of the sunnah fasting and then after that after it inshallah you can uh, fast all the missing days of ramadan that you still owe uh, in that way inshallah you'll be getting the rewards of the day of arafah which will be expiation of sins and you will be performing your qada after that and uh, that sin that uh, debt will be waived from you as well so you cannot combine intentions for Hanafi people for the Shafi people they can happily fast uh, the qada of Ramadan together with that of uh, the night of Al-Hijjah which is the day of Arafah and uh, it will suffice for them if they do that Jin. Assalamu alaikum Mufti Saab we caught some looters and disowned them of their booty what should we do with these items? It should be returned, uh, Shafat, a Muslim, if he's caught any person uh, with anything that has been stolen, then try to relocate or try to locate the, the, the owners of that, uh, if it is possible. Uh, try to uh, get uh, rid of that amount. You know, it is not uh, our job to take it or to use it for our own uh, benefit as well, because then there's no difference between us and between uh, those people that is looted. And I don't think it's looting. It's the thugs and thieves that is stolen from innocent people, you know. So you can give it over to the authorities, uh, and then at least uh, the amount is gone from you. The responsibility is gone from you. What the authorities uh, does, what it is, not our concern, Shafat, if they take it over for themselves. As we've seen many, many videos and pictures going around, they also busy looting and helping themselves. But your duty is to, to uh, return the amana to its owners, G. So now, alaikum Mufti Sahaba, we see horrendous uh, pictures of these looters uh, wasting uh, milk on their feet and throwing bread into the, into the rivers and streams. How will Allah punish uh, these uh, animalistic instincts in these individuals that are doing things uh, well, in intoxication. Mufti Saab, how do you react to that? That's complete hooliganism, Shafat. You know, many months ago, during my Lodium tour, I told the people that these things will be happening, and it is playing out right now. I've seen uh, that footage of a person uh, throwing milk on his feet and said, now he's a mm. white person, you know. See, that is uh, what they do with uh, available resources. There's uh, babies out there. There's people that requires uh, that milk and calcium. There's people that are paying up to 300 bucks for a loaf of bread. So that is completely unfair. You know, you can never, ever justify something like that uh, by wasting something. Uh, the food, you don't play with food. Food is older than creation. Food was in this world before we've entered into this world. You know, you never, ever disrespect food. That food that they've been throwing away, that food that they've wasted, they're going to cry for that, you know, they're going to suffer a painful death because of the difficulties that they've put other people uh, in. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is uh, all aware of what they are doing and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala soon is going to seize them and is going to punish them so painfully that they're going to wish that they haven't been born ever, Shafat. Yeah, sad indeed. And as you said, uh, what about those shopkeepers? Uh, I mean, you said 300 ran a loaf, Mufti Saab. What type of a human being will do this? Or what type of a businessman will do this uh, in, in times of crisis, you know, the empathy, the sympathy goes out and the dunya comes in uh, to full force in this in the individual, selling at 300 rands or loaves or mufti sahab. Yes, Shafata, those are the worst of creation. Any person exploiting the situation, and even if your stocks are low, any person that is uh, selling above what is uh, uh, the required uh, uh, prices during a pandemic, during a crisis, Rasulullah has distanced himself from such a person. You know, they are the worst of people because they're exploiting and they ca- cannot see that money is of absolutely no benefit. How many people is there right now in KZN in, in, uh, in Johannesburg that there's loads of money, but they can't 
cannot find food to buy. So it shows us again that money sometimes can be absolutely useless. Now we have few individuals that, uh, they are in, in fact, uh, they're shooting up the prices, inflating the prices to such a ridiculous level because they know someone will buy each of us. So they've lost on the one side, but they're gaining on uh, the other side. There's no baraka in such uh, dealings. You know, this should be a time of generosity, of, uh, of uh, co-helping one another in assisting and supporting one another. That should be done. People like that should be exposed. You know, the community should expose them. They know better than the looters out there that is taken away from the people. And then we have this uh, magnanimity coming from Azadville, where, you know, uh, I think 120, 140,000 loaves of bread being sent down, cartons and cartons of milk. And yeah, not only Muslims were the recipient, uh, but a lot of non-Muslims. And then you look at the, the social media feed uh, that, you know, uh, respecting Islam because of the magnanimity of uh, a few indi- individuals and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward these people. I mean, those brothers came down, you know, in a contingent, uh, you know, this big truck coming through. They were protecting it and they came here and they were like treated like heroes when they landed. And, you know, everyone is embracing them, celebrating them. The barakah is flowing. And alhamdulillah, it seems like, you know, when... Uh, the chips are down, the men are around, and these are true Muslims coming and doing what has to be done in a true Sunnah fashion. Your thoughts on that, Mufti Saab? Yes, they've done what the government has failed to do, Shafat, and this is a special quality of South African uh, Muslims during time of crises. They stand together, you know, uh, more than five trucks uh, coming from Azadwal and from Joburg, and uh, I've seen, I've read the comments of non-Muslims praising Islam, uh, one female saying that we were uh, taught to look down upon Islam, we were told that Islam is terrorist, but she's testifying today that uh, because of the generosity of the Muslims, in, uh, despite the fact that they were the most harmed uh, and their shops were most destroyed during uh, the looting that stole. It did not stop them from embracing humanity because everyone is suffering equally out there, those people who have been looted. And uh, this we can see, you know, elsewhere in South Africa, people should be doing this. The uh, community should come together and fill trucks and uh, get uh, private security and take it to the people of KZN. That is my plea. Even from Cape Town, people should be uh, doing this, you know, get trucks, uh, take water, uh, clean water, and uh, especially baby products as well, and bread and loaves and all this things, take it to the people of uh, KZN because we all surviving here because of the generosity uh, in the past and in up till now because of the generosity of the people of KZN and the people of uh, Johannesburg you know, so we should recirculate whatever we have in our midst and send it uh, to those people, that side, feed the people uh, irrespective of what difficulty because all us praising those people those that spend during ease and those that spend during difficult times as well money is of no avail, but you have of stock, send it to those people who can benefit, inshallah. Allah will reward you tremendously, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're not losing anything, you're gaining in this world, and you will be gaining in the next life. And how many people will be embracing Islam now, also, because of mm. the acts of, of generosity? That is another aspect that we have to look in. People will be taking up the shahada because of the beautiful character and display of uh, the South African Muslims. So, hanging there, be strong, inshallah, that better conditions will come soon, and uh, do not uh, be stingy. You know, spend whatever you have. Inshallah, you are feeding and you are giving to, to people who lost most probably everything in life. And the du'as of those people that will go into your account, into your fellow Allah Akbar. When you leave this world, you will only see it. Then you're going to wish you could have done a little bit more. Gee. You know, uh, Mufti Brian Smith, you touch on such an important point. The act of feeding people, 
of having a gathering where you're feeding, irrespective of class, color, creed, whoever or whatever religious persuasion, but you're feeding them. And, you know, just that action being done by you as a Muslim, you got your attire on, the mannerism, how you smile, you know, the way you, you even tell them this is how we eat, Bismillah, or Allah Barakatil, all things like that. You know, look, it, what a dawah feeding does, uh, Mufti Sahib. Perhaps even you, when you look at Ibrahim alayhi salam and you look at all the other, uh, you know, uh, perhaps uh, the luminaries of Islam, they always had gatherings where they fed people and uh, did dawah. Your thoughts on that, uh, Mufti Sahib? Yes, Shafat, we don't know the condition of the people we meet. That's our problem. Because we had a good meal in the morning. We assume that other people is fortunate as well. We don't know. But the moment you feed people, then you soften them. Their hearts become open to you. They become more uh, receptive in uh, the dawah that you are presenting to them. You know, So just by your actions, without speaking anything, you can win the hearts of people. You know, Now we've shown uh, South Africa once again uh, that uh, despite the difficulties that came down upon the Muslim as well. We are prepared to sacrifice our last to feed everyone irrespective of race, uh, religion or color because we're all in this difficult uh, time together and uh, together we'll come out of this. We're not going to wait for handouts from government. We're not going to wait for support from, from anyone else that we collectively as uh, South African Muslims, we're going to continue and we're not going to say and point fingers that we gave them and look what they're doing to us now. That is from shaitan. We should never ever think of it. You know, don't spoil our sadaqa. Manual other the Quran says, don't spoil your sadaqa uh, by uh, uh, speaking such things that uh, we gave them so much and look what they're doing. We gave them halim in Ramadan, we made decks of acne and look what they're doing to us. No, don't ever speak mm. with regards to sadaqa. You continue to feeding and even if you do not get thanks from the people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah is most grateful for such uh, kind acts uh, and deeds that people are doing by giving and feeding the, uh, the people uh, shafat because you're giving them strength. You're giving them a meal now for hours they don't have to worry until the next meal, Chief. And I think you uh, you answered my the question because Yusuf has put a big uh, composite in front of me here, and it says the next time you want to distribute your charity, remember the informal communities that plundered and looted your business. I guess you gave the answer there, Mufti Saba, but perhaps uh, to make assurance uh, doubly sure, once again, uh, your uh, reaction to that uh, composite that is doing its... Uh, uh, it's it's, it's uh, run on the social media, Mufti Sahab. I've seen that, uh, Shafat, we should, comp- we should, in fact, we should delete, uh, such, uh, comments, you know, we should remember those people, uh, the, that even those people that is harmed, Wa'fu Dalamat, that, uh, the Quran exhorts us, Rasulullah exhorts us to for, uh, forgive, uh, those people who is caused us harm, you know, you continue because you're investing in your akhirah, you will have to leave this world and you're gonna leave this world as you came with absolutely nothing. What was taken away from you now is a, a reminder that that is how you're gonna leave the world, but Absolutely nothing as well. So invest in your akhra through kindness and through generosity. That is how you will bring people in the fold of Islam. We have to take the message of da'wah to these people. We have to teach them that this is not a way uh, to behave. We don't usurp the rights of anyone. We don't destroy the rights and properties of anyone. This is what Islam is teaching us. And perhaps if we do that, inshallah, that form of da'wah through feeding and feeding schemes, etc., and continue to be generous with these people, and then inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will change their hearts, and many of them will embrace Islam in 
and who knows, Shafat, that the same criminals of today can become better Muslims tomorrow. We should always have hope. See what they did to Rasulullah in Ta'if. They pelted him with stones, they threw him, and uh, they ridiculed and mocked him. And, and instead of cra- co- commanding the mountains to crush him, he said, Arjo an aslabi man I wish and hope that Allah will take from their loins and offsprings those people uh, that will worship Allah. And today the entire Ta'if has become Muslim. Imagine Rasulullah had to curse these people. What did happen to them, you know? So yes, we are angry. We need to vent our anger. We need to speak, but we need to be careful that we don't follow the waswasa and whispers of shaitan with methods, methods regarding to feeding and generosity and kindness. Yeah, even, uh, you know, Hazrat Abu Bakr, uh, you remember that he heard uh, uh, there was rumors about Aisha radiyal anha and one of his cousins who he was supporting uh, was part of the uh, brigade that was uh, uh, spreading false uh, uh, rumors on Aisha radiyal anha and he cut off his, uh, you know, help to that person. But he was, uh, said, no, go and continue with that. Don't do that. Uh, I think it's, uh, uh, perhaps your, your comments on that, Mufti Saab. Yes, uh, the incident in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reprimanded them something like uh, the verses in my, in my mind, you know, but because I've got so much to say, that is exactly the point you shouldn't uh, tighten your hand on those people that are dependent on your support. In fact, you should give because now you, you're getting the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah will bring about uh, favorable uh, conditions. You know, I, that's why I said in the beginning of this, we the Muslims should ask what have we contributed to the current situation as it is and as we stand now reflect and inspect ourselves and then we will see you know they take out your hands you know come together and feed cook uh, these meals and feed everyone come together and eat from there inshallah let it love in community spirit uh, let that flare up again shafat you know we're going to return to the old times i'm telling you now that those people who not learn how to bake bread and those people who don't learn basic skills they this should be a lesson for them to not depend on what you find in the shops. You can see for you with your own eyes now that we're going to return back to the high days when people had to do all of these things. So take lesson and take heed from all of us, G. Yeah, going back to the fire, open fire, you're going to go back to the hey, coal stove and you're going to go back to organic chicken, organic eggs. Plus you'll have herbs G. and hey, those watermelons there. Hey, your melons, I'm coming <laughs> for it, Mufti. Please keep some for uh, uh, Yusuf and I. We're coming to chow by you. Mufti Saab, you're absolutely mashallah and brilliant this morning. Your parting words. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah uh, change the conditions, Shafat, may Allah replace whatever was lost or stolen or looted during these difficult times from our Muslim brothers and uh, sisters. May Allah uh, bless and reward those people immensely who took uh, the risk from driving from Janusburg and elsewhere in South Africa to feed our mm-hmm. brothers and sisters in uh, uh, KZN and elsewhere. Continue to do that, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you all. Peter, jazakum wa Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Walaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Mufti Ibrahim Smith, absolutely mashallah this morning. With help from you, you and you. Lovely questions coming through, Yusuf. Beautiful indeed. Uh, bless the listeners and uh, bless my astute engineer for yeah, being on the ball here. Please stay tuned. You're with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand.